The following is a special presentation brought to you exclusively on the Real Presence Radio Network. Some of the polarization and the negativity in politics has dissuaded people. We feel like we can't make a difference. You know, it's like this is to say, no, your voice is so important. We think that our Catholic teaching makes sense based on the dignity of the human person and the freedom of a human person. And so we just unabashedly present it. Welcome to our special afternoon broadcast of Catholics at the Capitol. Coming to you live from the Capitol Building in St. Paul, Minnesota. Today, we're uniting with the Minnesota Catholic Conference and Catholics from all across the state, including from the Diocese of Crookston, Duluth, New Ulm, and Winona, Rochester, for a day of prayer and advocacy at the Capitol. Jesus said, go out into the world. We enjoy. The Spirit moves us and tells us. St. Paul says the love of God urges us to move out into our world and to bring the gospel vision, the gospel message to all people. We now join our hosts as we continue this special day. Hey everybody, Steve Splonskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio, along with Brandon Clark, our Programming Director. Brandon, how's it going today? I'm doing very good. There's a a lot of people coming in here, the Capitol Building. We're in the Rotunda broadcasting for our afternoon, continuing our special coverage. We've been broadcasting most of the day here from St. Paul, so we're very excited. Lots of people coming in, lots of energy. Just a great day for Catholics at the Capitol, Steve. We just moved from the River Center, as you heard us broadcasting live earlier this morning, um, and now we're over at the Capitol, and we are sitting right next to Bishop or Archbishop Bernard Hebda. Hello. Archbishop, thank you for being with us today. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, yes. it's such a blessing to be with you. You know, uh, we're, we're going to be here with you folks for the next uh, couple of hours. We're going to be on with you until 3 o'clock this afternoon, and we're coming coming to you live. They're, you're going to probably, you're going to hear the rosary in the background as they're praying the rosary here at the, the Capitol, and so we'll be visiting with our bishops from across the Minnesota diocese, archdiocese, um, and, and really bringing you this message of, of getting involved, Catholics getting involved, in the life of the church, uh, in the life of the politics of the church. Yeah. Um, what We know the word politics and involves people, right? So, Archbishop, you know, talk to us a little bit. How's the day going so far? Boy, I think it's been a, a, just a great morning. Uh, we certainly, we, we learned a lot. I think we were able to uh, draw support from one another. I thought that Archbishop Chaput's words were really challenging. And, um, you know, Gloria Purvis spoke of it as a kick in the pants and it's a great way to get that kind of a charge a mission to go forward but just being in that room with 1100 other Catholics knowing that we're all committed to uh, preaching uh, the good news and most especially helping to bring the principles of Catholic social teaching into the public uh, public arena so for me it's really exciting absolutely absolutely you know it's a, a great when we get that coming together as Catholics and sharing um, in this common mission of really changing the world, Archbishop, right? That's our hope. Amen. Amen. We, we know, you know, that's, uh, we certainly know of our own weaknesses and our own uh, difficulties, but the wonderful thing is that we know that that's, that's God's desire. And, uh, and so we, we take with us His Word, uh, the power of His Word, in, even into really difficult situations. Yeah, we're talking about, I mean, basically we're talking here about responsible citizenship, correct? Absolutely. I mean, being being uh, members of our, of our church and members of our state, members of our country, and, and taking that gospel message into the world and, and, and making it bear fruit. Yes. And, and so, so, you know, talk to us a little bit about that. We're, you, you bishops all coming together, archbishop and the bishops coming together, 
Um, that that must this must be a great time for you as well in sharing in this in this work. Well, it, it's magnificent for us, but I can tell you that we're really drawing strength from the fact that we're here with our flocks, right? Mm-hmm. So to have so many people that are here supporting each of our bishops and knowing that we're un- united in our work, um, we, you know, as we receive those really challenging words, not just from Archbishop Chaput, but also from Jim Caviezel. So it's almost like getting it from Jesus himself. All, all I could think <laughs> about was the passion. Huh? But um, one of the things that Archbishop Chaput had said, that to be uh, both good Catholics and good citizens, that we have to be loud and involved. Ooh. And in so many ways, you can hear that uh, even here in the rotunda, uh, that this is our effort to uh, be loud in a productive way right. and to be involved and really to share with our policymakers those things that are most important to us. Right. When, when we think about the, the word loud, you know, what does that look like? It just, just Can you kind of expand on that a little bit for Catholics here at the Capitol and across the state? Yes, it, it doesn't mean rude and it doesn't mean ugly or angry. Uh, what it does mean is that we make our voices heard. And so often we, we're told that there's this great separation between church and state so that there's no room for uh, uh, real dialogue. We know that's not true, right. and that's not the way our country was founded. That, that can't be our, uh, our mission as Catholic Christians. So for us to be loud means to speak up about those things that are most important to us in a respectful but in an eloquent way. You know, one of the great things about our faith is that we really have the two lungs of faith and reason that, that go along with one another. So if we're able then to really uh, bring those uh, aspects of, of, of reason uh, that really are based in our faith, I think we have a chance when we speak with our senators, we speak with our legislators, uh, really to be able to uh, be uh, credible uh, with our message. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's so this is the second year of the, the Catholics at the Capitol. It was a couple of years ago, kind of doing it yes. every other year. And, I, and you know, obviously I, I think there's always this danger within uh, these works that we do to try to measure if we're having, a, you know, success. But we do, you know, kind of ask ourselves, uh, you know, what, what are the fruits that we're seeing from these works? Do you, can you share some with us, some of the fruits you're seeing? Yes. And so really the, we're not going to be seeing those fruits today. Right. Part of the, uh, our, our hope in scheduling Catholics in the capital is that we help our brothers and sisters, our Catholic brothers and sisters, to know a little bit more about the legislative process. Um, We encourage them then to go forward and to be vocal, uh, not just today, but as they go home, uh, recognizing that there there are ways of being part of a legislative network so that they're able to uh, give our our policymakers the input that they, they desire and they need to make good decisions. So the the hope is that people leave here uh, certainly with a better understanding of Catholic social teaching, but also to know the, the nuts and bolts right. of how they can make their uh, their opinions known. And, and one of the things I like about this day is the, the ease. They're trying to make it easy to be able to go to these legislative sessions, to be able to speak out and, and share the church's teaching with our legislators. And I think that's something that can often get a little scary when, oh, no, when, when you talk about the word politics. So can, can you speak to that just a little bit? Yes. So I, I think just to have that recognize that what we're being called to do is to enter into a conversation. And that we were really blessed this morning. We had Senator Gazelka and Representative Winkler, who both really encouraged us uh, to that. That's that's part of what they expect. And so I think just to realize that these legislators are also looking for the input that we're desiring to give, 
and and that it can be conversational and you don't have to be a, a policy wonk uh, to be able to enter into this process is I think something that's really helpful. And I love what you're talking about, Archbishop. With and by, by the way, folks, if you just tuned in, we're coming to you live from the Rotunda at the Minnesota Capitol. We're visiting with Archbishop Bernard Hebda, and we're talking about really Catholics being involved in in their in their local community, in their the, the legislative work of uh, our states. And and you know, I, I myself sometimes I start you know you follow the politics and you follow what's going on in the news, and you kind of can lose hope. And you kind of want to say, you know, why should I even get involved? It doesn't seem to make a difference. What do you say to somebody out there who's right now saying, you know, Archbishop, it's really nice. It's a really nice thought. But do we really have any impact? Yes. What, what words of encouragement can you give to them? Right. Well, I, I think that um, anything in, in, in life, but certainly politics, is relational. So if we have that, the opportunity to build relationships with those that we've, who are our representatives in this whole process... Um, who really do want to know what it is that we're thinking about, um, that, that we have an opportunity, certainly of finding some common ground. Even we know that many of the legislators that we'll speak to today have very different opinions on some, some issues. Uh, but we can find some common ground, begin to build those relationships, and then have the opportunity to, to shape legislation, even if we don't get our, the, the 100% of what it is that we're asking for, but to have an impact on, on what, what's going forward, I think is important. Uh, we've had the chance, certainly the bishops met yesterday with uh, the governor and the lieutenant governor, and um, they made reference to the impact that the Minnesota Catholic Conference, which is our legislative arm, has had in shaping some of the uh, policies here in the, in the state of Minnesota. Mm. And so we give thanks for that, and we right. know it can happen. One of the things that I think about, too, that intrigues me about this is there's so much divisiveness, right, when it comes to politics, and it seems like both sides at, at some points can't even talk to each other. Yes. And yet this is a day that says even if you don't agree with each other, you know, especially with, with the Catholics here and some of the legislators that they're visiting with from their districts, yes. we can still sit down and we can have a constructive meeting and be peaceful about it. They're going to have you speak at the next one. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's that whole idea of civil discourse. When we met with uh, Governor Walsh yesterday, you know, he certainly spoke about his um, campaign for One Minnesota. And uh, one of the things that both he and the lieutenant governor have stressed is that they want voices of faith in, involved in that because we're, we're part of Minnesota. Huh? We, right. we were uh, trying to gently remind them that we're about 20% of the population in the state we're, are Catholic. And, that, uh, and he was very interested in that as well. But just uh, to have that opportunity for the civil discourse, to be able to sit down in a respectful way and to share opinions, gives us that opportunity, I think, of building a, a future where there is not so much acrimony, where things aren't quite as divisive. Even when we have different opinions, we're able to move the ball forward in a positive way. There's so many people here, you know, 1,100 people. There were about 1,000 the first year. I think of building... Uh, a house right or, or building a, a building out of cinder blocks and you have to do it one block at a time yes. is that what this is about you know we're here for the second year obviously this will be back again two years from now just kind of building up to the point where this is something that we can continue to bring to our legislators and they know that the catholics are, have a voice and they're willing to express their voice yes that 
That's certainly be the hope. I'm not sure that we'll do it again in two years. I think it's li- it's likely. You know, we look to see what are those ways that we can accomplish our goals. One of them being the educational part of it, and the second is being um, really engaging in the active um, activity of, of of lobbying. So, if we're able to find some other way to do that more effectively, who knows? But uh, certainly, the, the first experience was very positive, and and today is off to a great start. Oh, well, we thank you for the efforts of doing this, Archbishop. I, I think one of the things as, as Catholics, as Christians, we bring to this conversation is that approach, the ability to have that conversation um, and interject into that a, a, a new charity, uh, a new ability, Christ. Hopefully, but through our actions, we interject hope. Christ into the conversation yes. um, and, instead of getting into the, uh, the name-calling and, and the, the, you know, the separation. And so... Uh, there, there can be that challenge to always stay. Instead of being, as you mentioned before, being loud does not mean uh, being abrasive. Yes. Uh, it means really sharing the truth in love. And uh, so thank you for leading that effort and for... Uh, well, I, we're so supported here with this great unity among the, the bishops of Minnesota, but just so many lay leaders as well. Mm-hmm. So. I think we're in, we're in a good spot. Yes, right. excellent. And so, uh, folks, if you're tuning in right now, you're hearing in the background the rosary uh, being prayed and the rotunda at the Minnesota Capitol. We're coming to you live on this celebration of Catholics at the Capitol. And uh, this morning, uh, many of the folks who are, are praying the rosary now, they listened to Archbishop Chaput, yep. um, and they also saw Jim Caviezel. Yep. Uh, and as Archbishop said, it's kind of <laughs> felt like the words coming from Christ. That's well, right. Or somebody who used to stand in the yes. person of Christ. Of course, you stand in the person of Christ. It's a little Caviezel. bit different. Yeah, <laughs> a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. So, all right, well, we just got a couple of minutes here, Archbishop. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? No, just to say how appreciative I am of, of, of your work. Uh, with uh, real presence in a way that that brings an experience like today to a much broader audience, because our hope is that this uh, this eleven these eleven hundred people are just the beginning of the network that we're hoping to build. And your work of of, of uh, covering this really helps us in that. So we thank you for that. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And if you if you uh, last a few seconds here of our of our interview with you, could you uh, uh, give us a blessing? Yes. The Lord be with you and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, descend upon you and remain with you always. Amen. 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 All right, we're coming to you live, folks, from the Catholics at the Capitol. We just visited with Archbishop Bernard Hebda. He is the Archbishop of the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And uh, we're going to come back with on the other side of this break to visit with Bishop John Quinn. He's the Bishop of the Winona-Rochester Diocese. And so don't go anywhere. Brandon and I will be right back on the other side of this break. It's Catholics at the Capitol coming to you live on Real Presence Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more to come from our afternoon broadcast at the Minnesota Catholic Conference's Catholics at the Capitol event on the Real Presence Radio Network. Programming on Real Presence Radio is brought to you by Foltz Buildings. Foltz Buildings of Detroit Lakes serves Minnesota and the Dakotas, providing custom-built steel post frame buildings for machine storage, boat storage, insulated shops, commercial garages, and more. Each building comes with a warranty and is completely assembled by experienced construction crews at any time of the year. To request a quote, you can call 800-255-9981 or visit FoltzBuildings.com. 
When you learn the truth, the more you learn, the more you're able to fall in love and the more you're able to accept that love back and the more your life is transformed. And Catholic Radio really can help deepen that relationship you have with Christ. You can begin to know him as a God, but above all, as a person and a person who loves you. He's true God and he's true man and he knows all about you and he is with you in every possible situation, no matter how trying, no matter how challenging, no matter how difficult. He's there with you. He suffers it. He experiences it. And he invites you to be with him. And when you pray and when you uh, meditate on him, it's not like it's 2,000 years ago. He is aware that you're with him. He knows no time. So the divine part of Christ is definitely aware that you are there praying. And through Catholic Radio, you can learn more and more about that relationship and how close he is to you and what he is trying to share with you and how you can share with him and how intimate that is. Real Presence Live. Greetings, everyone. Father Jason Leffer here, your host for Wednesday mornings, Real Presence Live from 9 to 11 Central. How about the joy and dignity of being woman? Sister Mary Immaculata of the School Sisters of Christ the King will give insights into the vocation of womanhood. Then start your engines. We'll tour the listening area for upcoming local events. Then off to Rochester Catholic Schools who are cultivating a community of prayer. Plus a ticket giveaway with a gift of hope. All this Wednesday, 9 to 11 Central. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more of our special afternoon broadcast, coming to you live from Catholics at the Capitol, at the Capitol Building in St. Paul, Minnesota. We are indeed at the Capitol Building. Brandon Clark coming here, programming director with Executive Director Steve Splanskowski. Excited to be here in the rotunda at the Capitol Building. And Steve, as I look around, it's just an incredible sight. We've got people in front of us praying the rosary, and I look up, and all around the rotunda, there are Catholics gathered praying the rosary as well. It, it really is quite an experience right now. Absolutely. There's a, it's a beautiful witness of our faith in action, uh, in the, basically at the, the center of where uh, much of the uh, governing and legislating of our state happens right here, and people are gathered to pray that the, that the Holy Spirit, that the Lord, and that Our Lady will guide guide that action so what a great blessing yeah and that's one of the big things when we were talking about catholics at the capitol leading up to it is it's a day of advocacy but it's also a day of prayer and we cannot underestimate the power of prayer in our legislative efforts as well and so we're we get to sit uh for these next few hours to visit with the leaders of our church uh just visited with Archbishop Bernard Hebda, and now we are sitting with Bishop John Quinn from the Winona uh, Rochester Diocese. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you, and it's always good to be with you. And thank you for your mission, for the great work you do all year long, bringing the gospel to people and helping them to know Jesus Christ. You are a great blessing. Well, thank, thank you, you, Bishop. It's a it's a great blessing for us to be able to do it, and uh, and we uh, thank the Lord for the opportunity. Uh, you know, Bishop, as, as we, we sit here and, and visit uh, with, with each other about this event, share with us a little bit of your, your excitement for, for this event. But this is the second one that uh, the, uh, we've had for Catholics at the Capitol. So there was an anticipation because of how successful the first one that we could do this again. And you always hope the second time two people will be as excited. Right. And I have found that mainly because of prayer, because of the work of the Holy Spirit, 
people are engaged. In fact, you see their presence here. Right. And the numbers that have turned out on a really cold day. And tomorrow they're talking about a winter storm watch. Mm-hmm. And here they are. It's a sign of how you know, vibrant and vital our church is because of the Holy Spirit moving the hearts of people. Uh, there has been a constant kind of message in the media that religion is a private affair. Keep it out of discussion. Keep it out of politics. Keep it out of legislation. And, and we see what has happened because we're not addressing moral values, because we're not talking about what really, who is the human person. What is our true dignity? What's our true worth? What's our real destiny? Which is holiness in heaven. Programming on Real Presence Radio is brought to you by Foltz Buildings. Foltz Buildings of Detroit Lakes serves Minnesota and the Dakotas, providing custom-built steel post frame buildings for machine storage, boat storage, insulated shops, commercial garages, and more. Each building comes with a warranty and is completely assembled by experienced construction crews at any time of the year. To request a quote, you can call 800-255-9981 or visit FoltzBuildings.com. Living the Beatitudes with Father Bjorn. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you're on a football team, you don't want to just run up and down the field holding the ball and never cross into the end zone and get a touchdown. If you're on vacation, you don't want to drive all the way to Orlando and then never enter into the magic kingdom. We want to reach our goal, but there are a lot of obstacles, discouragement, and challenges along the way. Jesus' voice is the one calling us to say yes to him, to live the life that he's calling us to live. We have have to choose one way or the other. Choose him or not. But if we choose him, we will be opposed. We're going to have people challenge what we believe or call us crazy. But Jesus doesn't just say, come follow me. To follow a beatitude, he's calling us to be like himself. He is the beatitudes. He doesn't just say, do what I say. He says, come follow me. He's with us every step of the way, transforming our weakness into strength. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in your local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. You're listening to a special broadcast of today's Catholics at the Capitol event in St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, back to the show. Hey folks, we're visiting with Bishop John Quinn, the Bishop of the Winona Rochester Diocese, and we're talking about, with him about Catholics at the Capitol event here. And, and Bishop, we were just talking a little bit about visiting with your legislator, and you said after this uh, conversation you'll be visiting with a few of them. You know, isn't it, it's interesting, I think, as we talk about uh, you know, our legislators are inundated with people's opinions and ideas on what they should be doing. And they're, I, w- I would assume in that office, I've never been one, but I can just picture as a manager how many people are asking for, <laughs> for their ear, for their input, for, their, for uh, uh, their support on something. And so how, 
based on that, how important is it that Catholics are also sharing with their legislators, um, being a little loud, as Archbishop Chaput said before, uh, but charitable? How important is that? Well, because I, we come not just with a request. We come with a whole moral framework that when we speak about an issue, it's not just something each of us wants, but rather we're looking at the beauty of life. We're looking at the dignity of life. We're speaking about a much larger framework in which to place those questions. And we do have a consistent way in which we address them, whether it has to do with homeless people or moments of conception. There is a consistency in what we do. And we offer that moral framework, whether it has to do with immigration or driver's license for immigrants, whether we're talking about how do we help with family assistance for people who are unemployed or unable to work, there's a consistency in how we approach it. But that framework is often missing in other discussions. But it's very present when Catholics come into the discussion. I think it's, uh, that's one of the things that, as Catholics, we, we need to hold on to, obviously, is keeping that framework in place, obviously, um, because if we do separate from that, we, we, can, be, we can confuse others, right, in, 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 in we can. creating our own. And then also we forget how all of this flows from the respect for life, from the unborn child. You know, as Mother Therese used to say, St. Therese now, you know, if a baby in a mother's womb isn't safe, who is mm-hmm. and so everything else in life the care of the planet all these wonderful things but it all comes down to that integral understanding of how life and the beauty of life and preserving life is the touchstone it's right. the foundation out of which everything else you can't have social justice and not understand the beauty and gift of life you used the word consistency and, and that kind of struck me because how many times in our world today, or, or how often is it easy to find consistency, you know, with, with flip-flopping and going back and forth across the aisle when it comes to politics, or people who are lobbying for one thing one year and lobbying for the opposite thing the next year. Talk about the message that the church says with having that consistency around Uh, That message about the consistency of all of this, the church really sees beginning with the fact that life is a gift. It comes from God. It is unique. We are the most unique creatures on this planet. We are the only ones that really can form relationships, who can communicate with one another, who actually, as Archbishop Chapu said, we can understand what death is about. And... Who else can bury their dead in the hope of resurrection? So there is a consistency in terms of that dignity and worth of the human person. That's given by God. We respect it, but we don't endow each other with it. That's already been endowed. So you've got to start with that. And then everything else flows from it and how we protect life at every single stage including end of life, where we have people that maybe no longer can make decisions well for themselves. We don't cast them aside. Human beings aren't Dixie cups that when they can carry water for us, then we use them. And then once we've 
had what we want, we crumple it and throw it away. Yeah. They are one day to be in the presence of God for all eternity. That's their destiny. Their human freedom is now to cooperate with that. But that for our consistency, it's that framework of the dignity of the human, right from the book of Genesis. And that we are made in that image and likeness of God. And so everything we do is to protect that image and likeness, to do things that will draw it out more, and that our relationships reflect it. Awesome. Well, thank you for your leadership, Bishop. We're visiting with Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And uh, we've had the blessing of our leadership, our Minnesota bishops being here today to lead this, uh, really, this, this Catholics at the Capitol event. And so we thank you for your leadership and uh, for all the great work you're doing. We thank you for the opportunity to assist in the work that, that you're all doing. Uh, in our last couple of moments, do you have anything you'd like to share with us, uh, with I the listeners? I just want to thank you for being such great partners. You are co-workers with us in the vineyard, and you touch many people who we would not normally be able to either catechize because they're at Mass on Sunday, but they don't have the time to attend parish functions, or those that have been away from God who are now hearing the message of mercy, and come on home. The Lord's been waiting for you. Thank you for being the living gospel and helping to amplify what Jesus Christ has given His church through the apostolic witness. You're a great blessing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We're visiting again with Bishop John Quinn, and we're going to take a quick break and come back on the other side of this broadcast from the Rotunda at the Minnesota Capitol, Catholics at the Capitol. We're going to, on the other side of this uh, break, we're going we're gonna to fly up to Duluth, not really, but uh, we're <laughs> actually, they're going to fly to us. I think he's here. <laughs> Bishop Paul Serba is going to join us on the other side of this break. So don't go anywhere. It's Catholics at the Capitol on the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. We're live from Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul, Minnesota, only on the Real Presence Radio Network. We'll be back after this short break. If you felt God's call to serve the church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic Philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu serve. I've heard people speak about the difference once they've started to listen to Catholic radio mm -hmm. and it's just that presence of, of a positive voice and really a voice that speaks the truth that comes from God throughout your day. It really does make a difference. You know, and sometimes you don't know how much you need it until you happen to turn on the radio and hear just the thing that, that's for you, you know, the message that, that God has for you that day. And so I think I would say that not just the difference in, in individuals, but even a difference in the same person from, you know, from before they listened to now or to you know, that moment when they tune in at just the right time. I think it's important for all of us to step up personally, and the, the term we hear a lot is sacrificial giving. Just a little bit, that act of, of giving that support really is, is our participation in the body of Christ and, and uh, things like uh, Real Presence Radio are, are what keep the, the life and the connection to the gospel within our daily lives and that's so important. 
When in need of a solution to manage employee benefit eligibility and Affordable Care Act reporting, many dioceses have turned to Who's Where. Who's Where serves 22 dioceses and their entities to simplify the complexities of tracking benefits and ACA reporting, especially for those employees who work in multiple locations. Who's Where also assists in managing national and special collections, ensuring contributions reach the charitable organizations in a timely manner. And Who's Where is proud to be a sponsor of RPR. For more information, you can visit whoswhere.org. This is a special afternoon broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol, a day of prayer and advocacy at the Minnesota State Capitol, brought to you by the Minnesota Catholic Conference. Now, back to our hosts. Welcome back to Catholics at the Capitol, here from the Capitol Building in St. Paul, Minnesota. We are excited to be here broadcasting from the Rotunda, and there is a lot of activity as a first group of Catholics who came out here from their districts all across the state are getting ready to visit their legislators. This is kind of the first round of the legislative meetings that, uh, as we just heard, Bishop Quinn, he, he has three in a row. And um, so we'll, I'm sure we'll be able to hear more about that from the upcoming bishops this afternoon that we still are going to speak with. By the way, I'm Brandon Clark, Programming Director for Real Presence Radio, joined by Executive Director Steve Splonskowski. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here with you today, and it's a great blessing to come to you on Real Presence Radio as we really look forward to this opportunity to be with you and to bring you this exciting, these exciting messages, these, these exciting events that are going on across the network, and yeah. especially right now in Minnesota at the Capitol. And uh, what a great time for us to think about what is the Lord asking me to do? What is the Holy Spirit prompting me to do today to make a difference, a difference in, in my world, in my state, in my community? You know, I think it's uh, really easy to become discouraged by what's going on around us in the world. I think it's very easy to become discouraged uh, by it, the efforts that we make, and it seems like there's no measurable uh, response, no measurable progress and I think as Catholics, as Christians, we need to re- be reminded and remind one another that the measurement of the success of those works that we do are really the Lord is the only measure of those. And so we need to continue, as Mother Teresa tells us, to continue to be faithful and really think about Mother Teresa. Did she go into the, the ministry of, of working with the poor thinking, I'm going to eradicate poverty from the world? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she thought that, but I'm guessing she just heard the Lord and the Holy Spirit and the Father calling her to be faithful and to love uh, his children. And so she moved forward in faith, loving his children, and look at the impact she has had on the world. She has not eradicated poverty from the world, but she has eradicated poverty from many hearts. And uh, I think that's what we're here to do. That's why we need to stay connected to our, our work in the community, our work in the the governance of our country, uh, because we can eradicate poverty from souls, from hearts, one at a time, um, and communities, you know, whole communities at a time as we work together. So I think this event is a great opportunity for us to sit back. I, for myself, I'm, I'm speaking from the heart, folks. <laughs> I'm speaking to myself here. I'm looking in a mirror, probably I should be, because I can become uh, really discouraged and, and want to dis- really disconnect 
and say, you know, what, what are my efforts, what are my efforts really having, what's the impact of my efforts? And uh, we, we need to ask the Lord, what do, you, what do you want me to see? Really living in the present instead of in the future and in the past and just asking, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Right, yeah, you know, I think of St. Teresa of Calcutta in her saying that, you know, we're not called to be successful, we're called to be faithful. And I'm this little Catholic from Lake Park, Minnesota, which is about 45 miles east of Fargo. You're from Holly, Minnesota. And it's, you know, you, you kind of wonder when, when we're out there <laughs> pretty far, three hours away from the cities, like, what impact am I having? You know, what, what can I really do anything? Well, yes, what we can do is not be afraid to be heard. You know, Archbishop uh, Hebda talked about not be afraid to be loud in a peaceful way, in a loving and charitable way, but still not being afraid to go forth and share the gospel message. Yeah, it's a, it's a great reminder and uh, for many of us, and I think you make a great point, you know, much of the population of Minnesota is not you know, is really in the, the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. And so it may seem like those of us who live in the more rural uh, communities that we don't have an impact. But folks, um, you should hear what people say about the rural communities of Minnesota and, and how their lives are touched. Um, I hear about it nationwide because of my connections with other Catholic radio groups, um, other Catholic uh, radio managers, and what they hear about those of us in, in this area um, who are making a difference because of the witness. You know, and you can witness in your actions. You, we can witness in our families. We witness in our daily lives. And in, in a basic thing, witness in how we interact with one another, especially in those difficult conversations, at those difficult times. If, if we deal with the difficulties and the difficult people in our lives the same way as the world does, the same way as those who have no faith, no relationship with the Lord, if we, if we interact with them in the same way, no one's going to notice there's any difference. But if we interact with those who, who we struggle with, those, those difficult conversations with the Lord, with this charity, but honesty, okay? Charity doesn't just mean being, you know, the, the phrase being pastoral does not just mean laying down and letting people walk over you, but it does mean... Uh, charity and love and truth all together and when we do that then the world sits up and takes notice and says there's something different about this guy yeah this guy had absolute the absolute right to holler at me to chew me out and he didn't he Mm -hmm. didn't take that opportunity but instead he was he, he was kind um what what does he have i want some of that yeah the thing that comes to mind as you're speaking is see how they love one another. Mm-hmm. What sets us apart? See how they love one another. This is what we live. And, you know, we're talking about being at Catholics at the Capitol and, and doing these legislative visits. And, and we're loving in those legislative visits. We, we love the Lord so much. And we, we, we truly believe that what we have is, is the, the truth, the way, the truth, and the life, right? In Jesus Christ. And if we're passionate about that, if we, if we love that, then in sharing that, we are loving one another. We are loving those legislators, even if they don't agree with us. We are sharing this beautiful message with them that the Holy Spirit might inspire them, that the Holy Spirit might lead their heart to see the truth, to see Christ in the, the dignity of life, to see Christ in whatever issue that you want to talk about from a, from a Catholic perspective, that 
it's not just something that we're making up. It's not just something that it, it, we, we just love our opinion. And No, this is, this is much deeper than that. This is much more of something that needs to be shared and much more of something that we want to share. Well, we have the opportunity here, folks, to visit with our leadership, our Catholic leaders. And so we've been, we visited earlier with Archbishop Bernard Hebda. He had some great things to share with us that earlier today, uh, the attendees of this Catholics at the Capitol event got to uh, hear Archbishop uh, Chaput. And then also they were addressed by Jim Caviezel in talking about these things of, that we need to be, uh, Archbishop Chaput had shared that we need to be loud and involved. And as Brandon uh, explained a little earlier, uh, Archbishop Bernard Hebda really explained to us, loud doesn't mean being rude, but it means being involved. Um, and just recently, uh, just in the, in the past uh, 15, 20 minutes here, we had visited with Bishop John Quinn of the Archdi- or the Diocese of Rochester, Winona, Rochester, get, those, get that right, Winona, Rochester, and he you know, shared with us also that being consistent and how one of the things that our Catholic faith brings to us is this ability to consistently move forward with a message that is really uh, foundational um, on, and, and based on the foundation of the really the value of human life mm-hmm. and that life uh, when when the building blocks of our priorities and, and our values are are stable and built on on, on that stable um, understanding of Christian ethics uh, it, it, it it's a it can be built Hi, it's a it can, it's a it's a building that can be built to stand and to last. Uh, however, if we build our our opinions, our ideas, uh, and our activities on sand, which are really opinions, are really a shifting sand, uh, then we really don't know what direction we're going. And that's when we start saying, "Well, this is equal to this. This truth is equal to this. This opinion is equal to this idea," um, and it's, it becomes a very dangerous, uh, slippery slope that really at some point nothing really has any value because everything has equal value and and that's a difficult thing and so great great messages from our bishops here and uh, we're going to continue to bring these conversations our bishops are actually drawn in all directions today so we were we were going to visit with bishop paul serba but he uh, he is obviously has a uh, previous conversation that he yeah. wasn't able to join us and we appreciate that that's we understand that completely and we uh, really uh, appreciate the time that our bishops do give to us here on the Real Presence Radio Network and to, to bring to you our family. And so thank you for continuing to tune in. In the background, you hear the rosary going on right now here at the rotunda of the Minnesota Capitol. There was actually a little break in there, Brandon. They must have, yeah. I wasn't listening, but they must have finished one of the decades of the rosary. Yeah, so they... they mysteries. Yeah, so how it works is they pray a rosary, and then that, that group that's praying the rosary will leave and head to their legislative sessions. A new group will come in, pray the rosary, and then they will leave to, to head to their legislative sessions. So, again, a beautiful example of prayer and advocacy. And as I was mentioning to uh, Bishop Quinn, we can't underestimate the power of prayer here. You know, that is something. That is a question, folks. Have <laughs> you ever pondered this? Curious of your opinions on this, too, or your thoughts. Or what the Holy Spirit might tell you, but what you know, what does prayer really do? I mean, obviously the saints have said a lot about it, but I think there's such a huge mystery in how prayer works, how the Lord uses our prayers, and, and what that looks like. One one thing that was kind of we had a, a banquet last night in Fargo um, with our group there, and one thing was thrown out by Janet Benkovic, who's our speaker, and I, this really struck my my heart, and I was moved by it, where she said, you know, the Lord is eternal, 
And so just like how the merits of Christ's death on the cross were able to be applied to Our Lady before she was born so that she could be born without original sin, so our prayers are outside of time and could be applied to somebody at the moment of their death, even if they were prayed after their death. Whoa. Wrap your brain around that, That's folks. A beautiful image. Something to pray about and something to think about. We have such a wonderful blessing in our faith and in the Lord who really is here for us. So thanks for being with us. We're going to come back to you on the other side of the break. Um, on my list, yeah. <laughs> this, is all, this is all subject to the Holy Spirit. Fluid, right? Subject to the Holy Spirit. We have uh, Nicole Hendricks, Hendricks yeah. um, who is going to join us um, on the other side of this break to talk more about Catholics at the Capitol. And uh, to continue our broadcast, we'll be with you until 3 o'clock this afternoon. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in and sticking with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Radio, Catholics at the Capitol. Don't go anywhere. RPR is looking for an enthusiastic marketing director to help with overall marketing efforts. You'll be a key part of the development and execution of marketing plans to reach targets from brand awareness to mission promotion. This position requires a visionary and creative individual who can take the lead and focus our marketing for RPR activities and create a unified approach for the network. Degree in marketing, communication, or related field preferred? For a copy of this job description, email tonya at yourcatholicradiostation.com or call 877-795-0122. Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. I tell oftentimes an experience that I had at Divine Child when I was a young priest, one year ordained, first time I ever really saw the power of the Blessed Sacrament. And we simply exposed the Blessed Sacrament at the end of Mass one night. I encouraged people. I said, you know what, we've been in the habit of praying over people after Mass. I said, we're not going to do that this week. I'm just going to invite people to come on up and pray if they want to pray. And I put the Blessed Sacrament on the altar. I kneel down. As I kneel down, the church is in the sanctuary the whole church. And as I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the people there, and I'm looking at Jesus under the appearance of bread there, I saw the Lord standing on the altar. And he's just standing there looking out at all the people. And then at a certain point, he turned towards me, and he just bowed. And he says, don't you see how easy this is? You don't have to do anything. You just have to put me out. You put me out, and I will work. When you turn 65, you can enroll in Medicare to cover ongoing health care expenses. Unfortunately, Medicare only covers a portion of the cost. That's where Medicare Supplement Insurance from Catholic United Financial can help pay expenses that Medicare doesn't cover. Hi, I'm David Lenari, your local Catholic United advisor. You can reach me at 218-750-1412. This is a special afternoon broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol, a day of prayer and advocacy at the Minnesota State Capitol, brought to you by the Minnesota Catholic Conference. Now, back to our hosts. It is a great afternoon. (laughs) We should work on that. (laughs) It is a great afternoon from Catholics at the Capitol. Here at the Capitol building, we are coming to you live from the Rotunda, and right now, if I could set the stage for what's happening, the rosary is being prayed. There are people who have prayed one round of the rosary and are making legislative visits and 
it's just an all-around great day. There's so much energy coming here, and uh, there's just an excitement not only for the faith, but but to be able to share our our Catholic stances and let our Catholic voices be heard. Isn't that right, Steve? That's right. And if you uh, are just jo- are you joining us on Facebook, you actually just saw Gloria Purvis walk in. <laughs> She's checking her phone right now. <laughs> We're on Facebook. So wave at the camera, Gloria. She's going to join us um, at the top of the hour here to uh, help us uh, host the final hour of our live uh, conversation here at Catholics of the Capitol. So we're excited about that. Yeah, you know, Brandon, it is a a great time for us to uh, really reflect on our own call to activity in in the community and to challenge one another, I think, um, and and to be challenged to, to really think about you know what? What you know? That's a good question. You know, for us to stop and think about what do I actually believe, and and how do I live that out in my life? And if somebody saw my actions, uh, how, would they be able to, uh, in a certain sense, discern what I believe based on my actions? I, mean, I know I'm guilty mm. of my actions not always <laughs> coinciding uh, with my beliefs, and so I think that's something we can challenge ourselves. And really, as as has been said. You know, it's not that Christianity has been tried and found wanting. It's that it hasn't really been tried. And I think we're all guilty of that a little bit. Yeah. Of not uh, living our our Catholic faith well um, at all times. We had Steve Ray, who uh, is on Catholic Answers Live and and other programmings, uh, other programs on the radio. He came to one of our banquets, and I was at a luncheon, and I was listening to him speak. And he he gave this... (laughs) terrible image but it was just it struck me so much because he talked about this this executor brutus right and your whole family was was going to be executed but they would all be spared if you just denied christ if you just said you know what i i i don't uh I i don't want my family to be executed i don't want i don't want this you know and his whole point was if we were to be followed around day after day, would we be able to be convicted of being a Christian? Would we be found guilty of being a Christian if it was a crime? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I think I need to go to prayer with that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I know there's certain times in every one of my days where I would not be convicted of being a Christian. So that's... Uh Good thing to think about, folks, and that's why we come together on this Catholics at the Capitol event here at uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And we're joined now um, by Nicole Heinrichs. Nicole, how are you today? I'm very well. How are you guys? Great. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So, Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, we have your bio here, but uh, instead of us reading it, how about you tell us about yourself? What, what do you do? What's your connection to Catholics at the Capitol? Well, I am a Catholic from southern Minnesota. Uh, Laverne, Minnesota is where I live, and I go to St. Catharines. Um, I have my husband and my three kids down there, um, and I work for Catholic Charities and do parish uh, social ministry work, so getting out in the parishes and helping promote, educate, advocate um, for the tenets of Catholic social teaching and bringing, bringing the parishioners of my parishes along with us. So... so you can kind of hear folks in, in her how she's speaking about this. Is she's pretty excited about what she does. Um, g- give us a couple of stories of things that have uh, that really um, in your work with uh, with the social work in the ch- in the church, social social teachings. What have you seen? What are some of the fruits of the things that you've seen? How long have you been doing this? Actually, um, I am in. Um 
almost four years now. Four so years. I'm in my third year. Can you share so a couple of fun stories? <laughs> um, yeah. So down in the southwest corner of the state, immigration is, is a major issue. And um, one of the main things that we work on is listening to each other's stories, connecting with each other on that level of human dignity and in really getting to know each other and seeing people's reactions when we can get people together and actually hear the story of the other person and see see the other as their person and a neighbor and their brother and sister in Christ. That spark, that uh, realization is so huge and it's so beautiful and it, it, it happens every time. Every time that someone is genuinely listening and open to someone's story like that, um, that connection in Christ is there right away. Mm. And that's just a really beautiful, um, it's so hopeful. Yeah. Um, and that actually ties to this event that we're yes. visit, visiting about today. Nicole, and it, it, uh, you really got on board and were pretty excited about this event and got involved. Tell us about that in, in making trying to make this event more successful. I've got a note here that you recruited a fairly large number of people. Yeah. Um, so talk about that a little bit. So I participated in the first Catholics at the Capitol event two years ago. And we came up with a group, which at the time I thought was a great size group. It was fantastic. It was We had about seven people, um, which was great because we all yeah. fit in one van. Yeah. And <laughs> we drove on up. It's about a four-hour drive. So, um, But this time we were working and we had such a great experience last time. And we um, had all generations with us last time. So we did bring uh, one student with us last time. And she had an amazing time. And I was like, okay, we can do this again, and we can do this bigger. Um, everybody who came last time raved about it. And so we just started talking and inviting. And I went to all the parishes, and I, I, I told them my experience. Like, this is what we did. And it was so awesome. And you guys have to come with and we had 40 people register. So we filled a bus. And they all agreed to get up at 4 a.m. and <laughs> drive on up here. And yeah. um, it's fantastic. And right now they're meeting with our senator and they're telling him all the stuff we learned this morning. And so. And, that's, and so as you, tra- have you traveled this morning, obviously 5 a.m., I was thinking 4 a.m., did you have conversations? No, all you heard was <laughs> right about the rest of us. There was a lot of sleeping for the first couple hours, and then we had mass on the way. So. Oh, well, oh, cool. So you yeah. stopped and had mass somewhere along the way? Uh, no, in the bus. On the bus? Yep. We had a couple of priests with us, and oh, they, wow. they performed mass on the way up, and it was beautiful. Wow. So then on the way back, I am guessing the conversation is going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting, and we also brought um, a Jim Caviezel movie to watch just in case. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you talked about the stories, Nicole, and how important will it be to take what you've learned and the stories of your experience and be able to share those back home? That's so important. That, I mean, that's how that's how we reach each other, and that's how we learn from each other, is by sharing our experience, strength, and hope. Absolutely. And I think actually our experiences, our stories, the testimonials of our lives, they, they impact others so deeply mm-hmm. um, and they draw people in. And then and they even help us to reflect on how, no, how the Lord has worked in our own lives and the own dif- our own difficulties, Absolutely. I think. So that's great. Well, so Nicole, tell us about how excited you are about this for yourself, this event. I mean, what, 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 do, what do you draw from this personally? I draw a lot of energy from it. Um, this work can be hard. And sometimes it can be um, discouraging because of everything that's in our in our current climate and culture. <laughs> and seeing all of these people together and just feeding off each other and hearing from the speakers this morning, it just gives me so much energy. It's like it's a it's a giant reboost, 
but in a way that I'm still working. Mm. I'm, st- I'm, I'm reaching out to my legislators, and they're seeing how excited we are about it. And that makes them pay attention. And right. I feed off that, too. I'm like, all right, they're listening. Here we go. We can do this, guys. And, yeah, it, it's, it's a really um, motivational and energizing event for me. Earlier, Steve and I were talking about this idea that sometimes it just feels like, what can I, what can I really do? How can I truly impact I mean, I'm one person, he's one person, in these little areas that we come from, does it make you feel like you're not alone when you're at an event like this, when you're with Catholics from all across the state? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it really um, highlights that ripple effect, right? Because each one of us might make a little dent, but then they all spread out and like we ripple across the whole state. And... It's, it's a beautiful image, especially in the land of 10,000 lakes. We can totally get on board with that <laughs> ripple effect idea. Yes. <laughs> a whole lot of ripples going on. Love it. <laughs> Excellent. 10,000 ripples. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, folks, we're coming to you live, as we've mentioned a few times, from the Capitol in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So if you've just joined us, um, that's why we're, the, you're, we're preempting your uh, previous uh, normal programming to come to you live uh, for this Catholics at the Capitol event. 1,100 Catholics here yeah. uh, coming together this morning to really engage um, in the life, the, the life of the community, engage the life of the church with the life of the community, and bring those together and have an impact. So, Nicole, before we got a couple of minutes here before we let you go, um, any other thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? You've got, uh, you've got an open audience right now, people who need to hear uh, something that you have to say. So what would you tell them? Well, first, uh, take a moment right now and pray for us all here that we um, pull all of our energy together as we go meet with our senators and legislators, but also uh, to take a look at the Catholic Conference's website. They have a lot of great stuff on there that we can take a look at, and don't be afraid to share your story and listen to other people's stories um, as we're going through. Um, You never know who is going to share something that's going to change everything for you and who will listen to you that you can change everything for. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's good Love advice. Love your neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, that's good advice. I think I've often heard we have one mouth and two ears. We need to use our ears a little more often. Yes, um, and I think that's true. Yes. So, well, thank you, Nicole, for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, and thank you for tuning in for the first hour of our special afternoon broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol. We have another great hour coming up, including. Gloria Purvis is going to be joining us to help co-host as we visit with a couple of more bishops this afternoon from for the next hour from 2 to 3. So stay with us. We have a great hour coming up, and uh, we, we're just glad to be with you today. We're just glad to be bringing you this, this day of advocacy, this day of prayer, this day of hope, and, and this, this really this great opportunity to be able to you know, share the gospel message in this legislative way, in this legislative platform. So stay with us. There's much more to come, as I mentioned, on our afternoon broadcast, Catholics at the Capitol, live from the Capitol building. We'll be right back.